passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night up everybody welcome back to a new episode of inside the dome i am john odero i am joined with the one and only carlin jacob carlin it's a new week of the nfl season and week 11 man yeah week 11 what was week 11 dude it was it was a week do you remember week one week one i don't remember it was like forever ago i don't remember a thing from week one but in the background where we are, we are recording this in person, so if there is any chances of echo, I do apologize. But we also do have Dan Smith in the background, so if he does chirp in at any point, he is here, along with his dog, Pepper, as Pepper. well. Uh, might be some added people throughout the episode, but we will see. But Week 11 has come and gone. A lot of big games happened in Week 11, and looking at my predictions for Week 11... Carlin, for three straight weeks, when I've been predicting, I have went nine and five for the past three weeks. I once again, went nine and five, and I got two primetime games wrong this week. I got Sunday night football wrong, and I got Monday night football wrong. But how'd you do this week? Oh boy, yeah, I honestly have no idea how I did. I took a screenshot of it. Let's see. Um, I didn't do it too good. I can tell you that one, two, three. Uh, four, five. I should look at this one before. Well, <laughs> six. You got it there. I got six wrong. Six wrong. Six wrong. So Seahawks, Seahawks win or the Seahawks lose? Seahawks uh lost. So I got seven wrong. You got seven wrong. Seven wow. wrong. Not a good week for you, Mister Jacob over there. But we will get through each matchup. But. As always, if we mention a matchup kind of in under the lights or any previous episode, we will not go through it in depth in this episode. So make sure to go listen to Under the Lights to listen to some more insight on some of the teams. But Thursday Night Football last week, November 16th, was between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. And the main storyline with this game was injuries at this point. The first one, we'll start with the Ravens. Mark Andrews, he was said to miss the rest of the season. But if they are able to make a deep playoff run, the Ravens might be able to get Mark Andrews back. But essentially, he's gone for at least the rest of the regular season. So that is a big loss for the Ravens. The Bengals, though, Joe Burrow is out. Your season's done. Yeah. Joe Burrow is out for the rest of the season. Tore a ligament in his wrist. So... Yeah, it was not good for the Bengals. They are now five and five. But Carlin, your thoughts? Yeah, no, that's bad. That's real bad. Losing Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, I don't know where you go from here. You got Jake Browning as your starting quarterback now, which is a crap show to say the least. But yeah, the Bengals didn't really have a good win here. They lost um, badly. They didn't win. My bad. But these Ravens, man, they're dominating the AFC North for real. So. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like. I think the Ravens said they're going to win the AFC North. Oh, yeah, 100%. We already had our discussion with the Steelers, and I don't even know if they got a shot to win it. Um, Real quick, real quick. 
Yeah. Denver safety Kareem Jackson's four-game suspension was upheld. Upheld? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he got suspended again. We talked about that yeah, on under the lights. lights. But, yeah, Kareem Jackson, we'll get to that with the Broncos. But Joe Burrow, after the season, Jake Browning now the starter for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I know that's going to hurt some people's fantasy teams. I know some Jamar Chase owners out there. I know some T. Higgins owners out there. Some Joe Mixon owners out there. And it's not looking well. It's really at least with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is the running back, so Jake Brown can at least hand it off to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the the <laughs> offense won't drive down the field if they can't pass the ball. So that's going to play the Joe Steelers Mixon. next week. I think we'll be good. They do play the Steelers next week, and we are going to predict that game. So, yeah. I don't know. Bengals, though, they are 5-5. Five and five. We'll get to them in week 12 and make that prediction. But I will say, though, this will be a bit of a shorter episode. We are on Thanksgiving break, too, so we are we trying not to have as long episodes. So. We want sheets. We do want sheets as well. <laughs> I will say that. We are recording this late at night at 10 p.m. So Let's make I will it say quick. that. Steelers-Browns, we're not going to talk about that because we've talked so much Pittsburgh Steelers in the Under the Lights episode and the Matt Canada exclusive episode. So go listen to that one if you get to listen. They're both dropping on the same day. So, yeah, Steelers-Browns, we won't talk about that. Bears-Lions, though. Bears. The Lions. The Bears. It was not looking good for the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff threw three interceptions in this game, and they were bad interceptions, too. And it was starting to go away from the Detroit Lions. The Chicago Bears were nearly 4-7, and seven, which is crazy to think of. Justin Fields returned in this game, too. He went 16 for 23, 169 passing yards, one passing touchdown, along with 104 rushing yards in this game. But the Lions were able to come back, though. They won 31-26. to 26. Your thoughts, Carlin? Yeah, no, the Bears joked. The Bears just, man, they're not they're not good. Matt Eberfus is a horrible head coach. I don't know how he's so employed. Like, I honestly thought he would have got fired before Matt Canada. Really? Yeah, because he's horrible. But then again, it's not the Bears' way. The Steelers I mean, are you are the just ba- looking at record? or He's a horrible head coach. Do you see the video of him on Thursday Night Football where he goes, I got something up my sleeve. You'll see the second half. And then at the end of the game, like, they score no more points at – in the second half, and the one reporter goes, so what was up your sleeve? And he goes, I don't know. What's up yours? That is a real video. I'll take your word for it, I guess. I mean, you you can't just look at record, too. I mean, no, Dan, you can't. Dan but Campbell, his first bad. season, was terrible. And then, he, but, He's a bad offensive He's a bad head coach. Wait, what? He's a bad head coach. Who are you talking about right now? I'm at Eberflus. Okay, because not, Dan, about, Campbell. not was, Dan Campbell. I was yeah. talking about Dan Campbell for a second. But at least with Dan Campbell, he has the energy that, like, you know, that like to lead a team. Matt Eberflus is like, "What's up your sleeve?" Like, he, my point is, Matt Eberflus doesn't have the fire that Dan Campbell has. So, can you say the same thing about Mike McDaniel? No, Mike McDaniel has that fire in him. I would say. Really? Yeah. In terms of your words. I don't think it matches up. I think it does. Okay. Okay. But yeah, um, the Lions, they sneak back. And hey, Thanksgiving against the Packers. Is that a Thanksgiving game? Thanksgiving game. It's always oh, Lions, Packers. Always Lions, always Cowboys, and then a random night game. Uh, I was thinking Bears for a second. No. But yeah, Justin Fields had a good game, and he's going to need to have good, consistent games 
before the end of the season, or they might draft a quarterback, the Chicago Bears. But Lions, though, they are 8-2. and two. The last time they were 8-2, and two, JFK was president. That's how long ago it was. Also, um, with the Bears, they're not going to draft a quarterback. Let's be honest. I think it depends on how the rest of the season nope. goes. I could easily see Justin them. Fields has been balling out. Huh? Has he been? Yeah. Balling out? He's played one game since injury. Well, even before injury, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, he had a great game against Denver. He had, he had a, a couple, great game against the Commanders. But he also had a couple terrible games yeah. before that. But I think I think he'll be the guy. Okay. I think he'll be the I guy. I think he could. But then again, there is also just a notion of like... Let's be honest, the Bears aren't drafting a quarterback either way. Whether it would make sense or not, it would be the Bear way not to draft a quarterback. I'll take your word for it, Carlin. I will take your word for it. it it's such a different vibe when we record in person because is. Dan is with us right now. Um, if he says something, he says something. But they'll look up at one another and they'll just stare at each other and be like, what the heck was that take right there? You love your takes, Carlin. We love, we love your takes. takes. Moving on, though. Moving on. Um, Chargers Packers. I got this pick wrong. I will not lie. I thought the Chargers would win, but the Packers won twenty-three to twenty. They are now four and six. The Chargers are now also four and six. Justin Herbert, man, he's having a good season. I am not going to lie. This game, he went twenty-one for thirty-six, two hundred sixty passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and he also had eight carries for seventy-three rushing yards. Uh, led the team in rushing, but they only gave the ball to Eckler ten times this game. But the Packers got a win here. At home in Green Bay, but Green Bay's hard to win now, let's be honest, though. That is true. But the thing with Green Bay is Aaron Jones is week to week. He got injured, and yeah, they might not have Aaron Jones for a while, so I think that could be a potential big loss for the Packers, but they were able to get some contributions in the receiving end. Romeo Dobbs had a receiving touchdown. Dontavian Wicks had three receptions for 91 receiving yards. So Jordan Love did not have a bad game, did not have a turnover this game too. Actually, he had two fumbles. One of them wasn't recorded for anything. The other one he recovered, so there is that. But Jordan Love had a good game here. On the Chargers side, Joey Bosa, from his reaction, he was crying after he got hurt. But now it looks like it was a sprained ankle or a sprained foot. One or the other. It looked like yeah. it was a season-ending injury, but... Yeah, Joey Bosa, um, he is one who always is very emotional with the game. Uh, last playoffs, when it was Chargers-Jags, he got very emotional towards the end of it. He got benched because of it. Um, do you remember that? Nick, no. Joey. Yeah, Joey. My bad. Yeah. yeah, he got benched. He got benched. Um, Yeah, he his emotions were very high. His team... Wasn't doing too hot, and that Chargers defense is kind of the issue, and not as well as Brandon Stanley. Brandon Stanley sucks. Yeah, as a head coach, he needs to go. I think he. I could coach better than Brandon Stanley. I don't know about that. I could coach. I do think that the Chargers defense, for the talent that it has, it should not be this bad. It really should not be this bad. And I think since Stanley calls the defensive plays, and he admits this too in his post game conference. I think he needs to be fired. This team, with all the talent they have, and they might miss the playoffs here. If they miss the playoffs, he needs to be fired right away, in my opinion. Yeah. Honestly, he could have been fired now. Once you're eliminated from contention. Yeah. If they are eliminated from contention, fire him. Yeah. But I just think I, – I was a supporter of Staley no. earlier in his first year or two. I kind of liked him, like his character at the time. 
but just the results have not been there for the talent they have. They are wasting Justin Herbert's career. He's almost he's gonna be like the new Phillip Rivers at this point. But yeah, the Chargers are four and six now. The Broncos and Raiders have better records than the Chargers That's in that bad. division. So it is not looking well for the Chargers, but the Packers are competing. And a playoff spot is still out there in the NFC. So Packers could compete. But moving on. Raiders versus Dolphins. The Dolphins go to seven and three. They are undefeated at home right now. They are five and zero oh at home, so they've yet to lose a home game. Raiders. They have their first loss with their new head coach. They are now five and six. But this was a close game. But the star of this game was Jalen Ramsey, who had two interceptions against the Raiders. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. He had two passing touchdowns, one interception. Not a bad game for Tua. But other stories with the Miami offense, Devon Achan left the game, and it looked like it could have been serious, but it was confirmed after the game that they were being careful with him, and they didn't want to put him back into the game, though he was ready to go back in. So Devon Achan will play next week. I will mention that. But this was a good win for the Dolphins. They've yet to beat a team that is over 500 this season. So So I have the Cowboys. Except the Cowboys beat the Jets, but let's be honest, that Jets game week oh, we'll one was that. a fluke. We'll get to that, but we'll get to the Jets in general because them themselves are interesting. But yeah, good win here for Miami. The Raiders. I mean, Aiden O'Connell actually had some. He had a nice touchdown throw to Devontae Adams. Do you but, think Aiden O'Connell could be the Raiders' future? No, no, no. You don't think? My opinion, no. But the more more of the question is. Is Caney do enough to the point where the Raiders don't draft a quarterback in the draft? Kind of like a Brock Purdy situation. In a way. But Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy. He was very good. But it's almost like Aiden O'Connell, like, if he plays well enough, the Raiders might not draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft. They might roll with him and Jimmy G. Which I would be against. I think if you have a chance for somebody, yeah, I would take this is a high QB class. It is a very good QB class, but uh, Jane well, Daniels. Yeah, Dan and I were talking on the way home. Right now, the Bears have the first overall draft pick, thanks to the Panthers. Number two is the Arizona Cardinals, but you have Kyler Murray. Number three is the Patriots. They will draft a new quarterback, Caleb Williams. Tanya, Caleb Williams to the Patriots. To the Patriots. The Patriots play this week? No, they were on a bye. Okay. Speaking of teams on the bye, real quick, uh, Atlanta, Indianapolis, New England, New Orleans were all on their bye. Yes, they were because I did not have Michael Pittman playing this week. So, very unfortunate. But any final thoughts, Raiders, Dolphins? Nope. Uh, Tua basically shines because of Tyreek Hill. Sure. Mm-hmm. In a way. But the quarterback does have to get it to the wide receiver. That is true. But also, Tyreek can run pretty fast, so if Tua overthrows it. Tyree can get to it. I guess. Haven't really watched a Miami primetime game, and when I have, they haven't played that great. I mean, they haven't played great against the top teams, like the Eagles, the Bills. Yeah. But we'll see how the Jets game is. That will be key, the Jets game. But the Jets, uh, we'll get to the Jets. We'll get to that. Next game, uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it because New York and Washington. Tommy DeVito. New Jersey boy. 
I should have started him in fantasy. He dropped 22 points on the Commanders. He did. 18 for 26, 246 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. Two of them were to Saquon Barkley as well, which is... Saquon lovers must love that. Yeah. Dan Smith is an owner of Saquon Barkley in fantasy football, so big dubs for Dan Smith, but also an owner of Jamar Chase, so there is that too. (laughs) But Yeah, Saquon Barkley, though, had a very good game. Uh, 14 carries, 83 yards, four receptions two receiving touchdowns. So I do think if Tommy DeVito is going to do anything this season, it would be with Saquon Barkley doing well. I think that's the only hope. Darius Slayton, though. Darius Slayton, of all people, led the team in receiving yards with 82 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. So then again, it was against the Washington Commanders, who kind of blew up their defense a bit by trading Sweat and Young. But Sam Howell continues to be the most sacked quarterback in the NFL had four sacks against the Giants through three interceptions this game. Not a good week for Sam Howell, though he does still lead the league in passing yards. So I will give Sam Howell that. And Brian Robinson helped me out in fantasy football. He gave me 20 points. I will give him that. Had 73 rushing yards and 58 receiving yards, seven receptions as well. But I don't know how he will do against the Cowboys. But uh, your thoughts, Carlin, real quick. Yeah, I mean, Washington, man, they almost made the playoffs last year. Almost did. And you just released two of your best defensive players a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ron Rivera is going to get fired. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything else to say about that team. The Giants, they're in the dud. No Daniel Jones. Um, your offensive line is absolute garbage. <laughs> they're not making the playoffs this year. Uh, and the Giants, like, yeah, they made the playoffs last year, and you beat the Vikings. But where do you go here from the Giants? You're in a very, you're in a juggernaut of a division with the Eagles and the Cowboys. It's a very hard division. It is. Unless the Eagles somehow lose Jalen Hurts, and the Cowboys aren't the Cowboys anymore. Yeah. It is interesting because they're not going to have Daniel Jones for the start of the season. It's going to be a Kyler Murray situation for the Giants. So it's draft the quarterback. Do you draft a quarterback? Get rid of Daniel Jones. Or do you Boys sign? Contract. Do you sign a temporary guy like a Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs is now a New York Giant. What? Josh Dobbs is a New York Giant. I saw a take. I think they sent you this take where they said that Josh Dobbs will be the starter in Minnesota, and Kirk Cousins will be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Kirk Cousins as a Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> Man, that would be something. I'm not Dan celebrating over here. He loves that idea. All right, next game. <laughs> Dallas and Carolina. Dallas, 33. Carolina, 10. Dak Prescott, 189 yards. Tony Pollard, 61 rushing. Adam Thielen, 74 receiving. You know, Dallas, I, they're just Dallas, man. I'm excited to see them play on Thanksgiving. They get play the Commanders. They're going to blow the Commanders out, and that defense is going to be a chef's kiss on Thanksgiving. I will be, be sitting there enjoying my turkey, watching that Dallas defense cook. We'll love it. Go fantasy. Dallas Cowboys defense, very good in fantasy football, but – they are 7-3, but I do want to talk about Dak Prescott. I do. Dak. Because Dak. Dak Prescott, for all the hate he gets, I wouldn't say he's an MVP candidate, but he is working his way up there with the late ever since the 49ers game. Yeah. He has been playing good football. I'm this, telling you. This season, though, I'll read his stats real quick. He has 2,600 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, a QBR of 73.9, which is second in the league. So, he's age 30 as well. But do you think he could win MVP, Carlin? 
No. No way. I think it's going to go to like CJ Stroud or Lamar Jackson or. Well, you do. If you did listen under the lights, I gave my pitch for CJ Stroud. I will say that. It's going to be very hard for CJ Stroud to win the MVP. It is hard for him. I won't lie. But um, I still think that Trevor, uh, Trey Lance is going to start at some point at, for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm saying if they secure a playoff spot, regardless, they might start him if they're benching players. If they're at that point where they have like the fifth seed locked, then maybe. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess. But Dak Prescott does had a very good season. The defense did well as always, and they should feast on Thanksgiving. But Bryce Young, though, threw a pick six, too. Deron Bland, who has had four pick sixes this season, That's which cool. he has more touchdowns, I think, than George Pickens this but, season. Like we said, Dallas has yet to beat a team over 500, excluding the New York Jets week two. Yeah. But let's be honest, you didn't have Aaron Rodgers. He had Zach Wilson as the quarterback. Oh, yeah. I I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is kind of like another Miami Dolphins situation. It honestly is. They got to prove themselves. They haven't, so. I will say, though, with Bryce Young, I do feel bad for him. He was sacked seven times this game. Seven times. <laughs> I mean, I'll look and see who the top sack leader was. Yeah, Micah Parsons had two and a half sacks on uh, Bryce Young. So he led the team in sacks. It was just rough for him. Miles Sanders finally got some work. He had 11 carries compared to Chuba Hubbard's 10 carries. So I'll give him that. He finally got involved a little bit. Uh, Penn State guy. I always got to support him. But... Other than that, they have Adam Thielen, and that's it in terms of, like, quality receivers. I mean, Bryce Young, in a situation where C.J. Stroud is just – they gave him everything to succeed in a way, Bryce Young has been given everything to fail this season, in my opinion. A crappy O-line, not great receivers, and I feel bad for him. I really do because everybody's going to hate on him, and I want the best for Bryce Young, but – this just has not been the ideal season for Bryce Young. No, it's not. It really hasn't been. But moving on to the next game, I don't think we'll actually. Yeah. I'll be brief with this. I got to make a point. Titans, Jaguars, Calvin, Mother Effin Ridley. Oh, he brought the Mother Effin word. Yeah, I won't say the whole thing. Um, <laughs> actually, though, I did talk about him on Under the Lights, so I'll be brief. He had seven catches, 103 yards, two receiving touchdowns. I benched him, and I lost that league by three points because I benched Calvin Ridley. And I also think the majority of fantasy owners benched Calvin Ridley too. So, yeah, Calvin Ridley went off. Trevor Lawrence, I think he had, like, the most points out of anybody in fantasy football. He had, like, 32 points, and... He was also on waivers in my 10-man league because nobody likes him. I hate Trevor Lawrence in fantasy. He has not had a week above 20 points until this week, which was crazy. And everybody's going to be going on the Trevor Lawrence train, and I'm going to laugh when those fantasy owners who have Trevor Lawrence fail. So good one, though, for the Jaguars. Uh, Will Levis did not have a bad game. Actually, a pretty accurate game, but it was sacked two times. DeAndre Hopkins. Had a touchdown. Is Will Levis the future of the Titans? Way too early to tell. Way okay, too but early to tell. Do you think... Okay, obviously they're not going to go draft a quarterback next draft. Honestly, they drafted Malik Willis. Then they drafted Will Levis. I would love to see them draft a third quarterback in a row. 
I would love to see that. Caleb Williams is on the board. I want to see Bo Nix go to the Tennessee Titans <laughs> and have the three of them compete. That nah. would be so funny. Nah. JJ McCarthy. All right. Arizona and Houston. You have no thoughts? You have no thoughts on Titans, Jags? Nah, I got thoughts on this game, though. Okay. Arizona, Houston. 21-16, Houston wins. CJ Stroud, 336 in the air. Devin Singletary, 112 rushing. Tank Dell, 149 receiving. Devin Singletary, his who, who's the um, the number one running back for the – Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce, and he didn't play. Yeah, injured. Devin, yeah, but Devin Singletary, he carried. Yeah. He carried this game. Um, CJ Stroud is making his case for MVP. He already made his candidates for uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. We already know that. But he's – He's going in for MVP. Imagine he turns his team around, takes him to the playoffs. It's It can happen, and most likely will happen, which will be insane to see. I would love to see the Texans make the playoffs with C.J. Stroud. Yeah, to be honest, when you look at the AFC, at first you thought, oh, all the AFC North teams could make the playoffs. At this point, I don't think the Browns will. I feel like they're going to collapse in a way. If the Browns make the playoffs, they're going to make it because of the defense. Yeah, I think the Bengals are going to collapse. The Steelers will go 9-8, and eight, so they'll miss the playoffs. I think the Texans have a shot. If they don't win the division, I think they have a, shot. have a shot. I think, though, with the Steelers, real quick, the AFC division is a lot worse than we thought it would be. So they're in at the number 7 seed right now. <laughs> but I'm saying there's not a team that, like, you know how, like, with the NFC East, you have the Eagles and the Cowboys, yeah. like, two solid teams in one division? Yeah. Or one of, like, both of them are making it regardless. Yeah. I'm saying there's no team in the AFC where, like, okay, you would think, oh, the Steelers and the Ravens will both make oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I I'm could saying, say, like, Dolphins, Bills, maybe. Something like that. Josh Allen. We'll see. We'll see. My sister says Josh Allen's a bum. Yes. Huh? Yes. Okay. He's a bum. New coordinator, though. New coordinator. New coordinator. Doing but, that. yeah, uh, Arizona. Kyle Murray kept this game pretty close. Kyle Murray is single-handedly carrying the Cardinals. And they have two first-round picks next year, correct? Correct. They have the Texans. Texans first and theirs. And they might not need a quarterback with Caleb Williams. The only reason why I would say they would get a quarterback, but this would have to be in the process of getting rid of Kyler Murray's contract, would just be to have a – a quarterback on a rookie deal, that would be it. But Kyler Murray has been playing well. I do agree with you. Yeah, but uh, Caleb Williams put stock in a team. Yeah, so I guess. But, yeah, Cardinals, though, they are 2-9. and nine. They are competing for that low draft pick. So, Texas, though, we will see. But next matchup we got, I'm looting right now. Tampa Bay and San Fran. Yep. San Fran won 27-14. Brock Purdy, 3-3-3 yards. CMC, 78. Brandon Ayuk, 156. Did CMC have a touchdown? Yes. He did, so his streak will restart. Yep. Um, Yeah, Brock Purdy. I know that bye week. He needed that bye week desperately. He was chucking corn out in Iowa. Did you see that? He, I think you said that last week. Yeah, he was chucking yeah. corn. Um, Helped him a lot. San Fran couldn't make the – I hot take. Hot take. San Fran's going to the Super Bowl. Going to win or lose? Going. Going? Going. Okay. I think the Eagles, they are the best team in the division, but they're super beatable. We're going to we're gonna get to the game, and I'll, I'll wait for it to talk about it. But Dude. I think the Eagles are beatable, and I think the Niners will okay. go. I think it's going to be Niners-Ravens. Okay. That's not a hot take, but here's the thing. 
they've Niners, I think, the past two weeks, they've gone back on track. Uh, they dominated the Jaguars, but I don't think that's that impressive because the Jaguars are not that great. I think they're a little overrated. And then they beat the Bucks. Brock Purdy had a perfect game. 158.3 quarterback rating. So Brock Purdy had a perfect game. 21 for 25, 333 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. No interceptions, no turnovers at all. And I was very happy that Debo Samuel only had nine points because I was going against him in fantasy. So very happy for that. But Buccaneers, though, they are four and six. But what's crazy, Carlin, is the Buccaneers could still win their division because the Saints, who lead the division, are five and five, which is crazy. So the Bucs can still, even the Falcons, too, who were on a bye, they all can still compete. For the playoffs, which is crazy. The Bucks at four and six could still make it, but San Francisco there at seven and three. Brock Purdy had a perfect game, but I do want to see Brock Purdy come back in a game. He is net. Whenever the Niners have been down, he has never come back. He can only do so much when he's in the lead. That is it. And I don't think he's even beaten the all the weapons allegations, like him having all his weapons. I think. His weapons still do carry him, in my opinion. He can he can work it very well, but I don't think he's an MVP candidate because I do think his weapons help him in the system he is in helps him, yeah, in my opinion. No, I, I agree, and I would love to see Brock Purdy in a different system. Yeah. See how he is, because then we'll get a real feel for him. Let's put him on the Jets. Speaking of the Jets. Yeah. Jets and Buffalo. Buffalo crushed the Jets, 32-6. to six. Josh Allen, 225 yards. James Cook, 73 uh, Shakir had 150 receiving. I was just throwing him over Jordan Addison. You would never be able to predict that. Though. No, you would never be able to predict that. You know, the Jets, they finally decided to bench Zach Wilson. I think that's the big key takeaway from this game. Yep. However. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. I will say. Tim Boyle. If you want to hear our thoughts on Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, all that, listen to Under the Lights. We covered it there. So... Yeah, the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they can still make the playoffs. They could. They honestly still can't make the playoffs. And if Aaron Rodgers returns. Here's the thing. In my opinion, though, they play the Dolphins Friday night. They can if, beat the Dolphins. If they, did I say the Dolphins? Yes. Okay. If they lose to the Dolphins they're and they're 4-7, and seven, I think it's over. Yeah, they're done. But if they beat the Dolphins, which can be a possibility. I, I say no because Tim Boyle is the quarterback. That is an instant L right there, in my opinion. I know, but I'm saying worse than Zach. Any Wilson. given day, any given day, any given. It would have to take multiple pick sixes. Multiple pick sixes, in my opinion. Tua would have to have a horrible game. Tua would have to have a bad game for. The I Dolphins can't have that Tyree kill. Hmm? Half my team plays this week. Yeah, I will say that Josh Allen. His only interception this game was on a hail mary. That was it. So he had three passing touchdowns. Very good game by Josh Allen. First game with Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator, I might add. And well, like I just said, uh, Josh Allen's a bum this year. That man curse. Man curse is real. Man curse is real. It had a one-year break. Two-year. Well, it had a year break because of uh, Joe, Joe Madden. Oh, yeah. So Well, yeah, because Joe Madden was last year. The year before that was Brady and Mahomes, which they both – that are pretty good years. Yeah. Shout out to Dan's uh, laundry for finishing right there. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. But the Jets, I feel bad for Jets fans. I really do. I do too. It's better football when the Jets play good, in right. my opinion. 
Zach Wilson was sacked five times that game, too. Yikes. He had no chance. He really had no chance. No, but it's Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. The only thing he can catch. Rodgers did say he felt bad because this was supposed to be a redshirt season for Zach Wilson in a way. He's supposed to sit behind Rodgers, learn behind him. So, yeah, in, uh, real quick, in your opinion, Rodgers comes back yeah. next year. Yeah. Do you keep Wilson? Yeah. And you have to I learn think, from Rodgers? Because I feel like they easily could because they're not going to draft a quarterback because you I mean, need you to can. help Rodgers out, and drafting a quarterback doesn't do that. So you might as well just have a backup anyway. Zach Wilson would be a backup unless his cap hits that big for being a second overall pick, then maybe. But I would keep him as a backup. Try again. Yeah, we will see. All right. Couple more games, and then we're gonna make our predictions real quick because Sheets is calling our names. Seattle in Los Angeles, the Rams won seventeen to sixteen. Geno Smith two hundred thirty three yards. He did get hurt, but came back. I think he he did get come back, right? He did come back, and Final he will drive. be playing Thursday, most likely. Most likely, Royce Freeman seventy three yards. My RB, uh, DK Metcalf ninety four yards receiving. Yeah, this game. Um, Seattle can still make the playoffs, honestly. Um. I don't know what's going to happen here with Seattle. I would love for them to make it. Uh, NFC West needs some representation uh, with the Niners. But let's be honest, Seattle will march into the 49ers and lose, if we're being real here. Yeah, technically the Niners are entering Seattle in this game on Thursday Oh, yeah, because uh, Seattle is above the Niners, correct? How How's their division go? That's not what I meant. I just meant Seattle was the home team. That was it. I'm not uh, talking about next week. I'm talking about oh, playoffs. San Fran's above by one game right now. They're 7-3, Seattle 6-4. So, no. yeah, but this game, I won't be too long on it. This game, though, Seattle lost on a missed field goal. It was, a, I believe it was the 55-yarder. Jason Myers missed it. So, Rams survived this game. That is the key word there. I do want to talk about one player for the Rams, Cooper Cup. He's gotten injured again. Questionable for this upcoming week. But is the Cooper Cup reign of terror over at this point? Is he going to be the same player he once was? Because we are watching, I know the Saints were on a bye week, Michael Thomas, his downfall after his incredible season, most catches ever in a season. And year after year, he has been injured and confirmed. He is now on the IR right now. He got a new injury. It took a while for Michael Thomas to get injured, but he's finally injured. He's on the IR. I feel like Cooper Cup is starting to go in that similar situation, similar to Mike Thomas. So Cooper Cup, I don't know. They do have Puka Nakua, though. So Puka Nakua, fantasy owners, I would rejoice a little bit because I do think he will start to get more targets if Cooper Cup is out. So if you're a Puka Nakua owner, I would be happy. But we only got a couple more games. We went quick on this, way quicker than normal. Vikings versus Broncos. And I don't think we talked about this in Under the Lights. No, we but... didn't. What, do, what does Russell Wilson call himself? Did you see the video he posts on his Instagram where he's like, Mr. Oh, my. I know what you're talking about. <sighs> I can't think Unlimited. Of it. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Mr. Unlimited is hot right now. His he is team cooking. is cooking. Russell Wilson, Broncos country, is riding. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Um... Yeah, no. Uh, Josh Jobs played his heart out on that game, though. He really did. 
You um, did. And he kept it really close with Denver. I mean, Denver did beat Kansas City. Mid-City. Calling it right now. But, yeah, uh, Minnesota, they are still in playoff contentions. Them and the Seahawks are both in playoff contentions. Uh, Denver, it'd be a lot for Denver to make the playoffs, but I think it'd be cool to see Denver make the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, it would be. Uh, Shout out to Dan Smith for turning off the laundry. We do appreciate him. But I do think the Vikings, they are 6-5. and If they won this game, they would have been 7-4, and and I think they would have easily sat Justin Jefferson Monday Night Football and because they do have the bye week after that. But I do think now, because they are 6-5, and Jefferson really would have helped them, I think, against the Broncos. I think Jefferson yeah. would have really helped because the leading receiver for this game was TJ Hawkinson, but only four catches, 55 yards. Josh Oliver was the second leading receiver four catches 47 yards a touchdown that was the backup tight end there so i do think josh dobbs would benefit from having jefferson back so it might be against the bears but it might be after their bye week but it, this was a good win for the broncos they were like one and four at one point now they're five and five they're one of the hottest teams in football right now and they could easily make a playoff spot russell wilson's cooking and the vikings they could still compete in my opinion they still could compete but one last thing i'll mention with the vikings vikings fans are not happy with one man named alexander madison because once again he fumbled and it was a costly fumble and vikings fans want ty chandler to be the starting running back going forward and i know carlin you own ty chandler yeah in fantasy football i don't i don't i don't know how that one happened but he could be getting a more increased role I would love it. Could happen, though. Alexander Madison has been under fire at some points for his fumbling issues this season. So that will be something to monitor. But in this game, too, Kareem Jackson had a nasty hit on Josh Dobbs. We covered that in Under the Lights. He suspended four four games. And like Carlin said earlier, that was upheld. But that was Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football. I, I know you want to introduce this, and I will. Monday Night Football was the most watched Monday night football game since 1996. 29 million viewers. Insane. Yeah. It also was. I think the big reason was is because of the Super Bowl rematch. I mean, it's very rare that that happens the following season after the Super Bowl. So, big rematch here. I mean, also, too. Between Philly and Kansas City. Yeah. Like, everyone like it could have been different. Like, let's say... Kansas City regressed or Philly regressed, then maybe it wouldn't be as big. But the Eagles arguably are the best team in the NFC. Chiefs arguably were the best team in the AFC at the time. At the time. But so this was the battle of two juggernauts here. This was a rain game. I will say that. So that definitely impacted the game. But I want to talk about one thing with each team, primarily on the offensive side of the ball. Eagles, first off. Eagles fans hate and I mean hate their offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson. I think, yeah, that's his name, Brian Johnson. On Twitter, he was trending number two throughout the game. It was, and honestly, some of the play calling, we were watching this game together, and they were running QB draws on like a long third down. One time it worked on the touchdown, but it's because the Chiefs blitzed on that one. But there are multiple times it just looked like they were giving up. The play calling was very suspicious. A.J. Brown only got the ball once this whole game. Only four targets this whole game, too. But thankfully, though, for the Eagles, Devontae Smith was able to show up. Six receptions, 99 yards. 
and one of them set up the tush push, which was successful three times this game, one of them for a touchdown. But they got to figure out their play calling. I mean, Matt Canada is no longer a coordinator, but I think Brian Johnson is very low on the totem pole right now in terms of offensive coordinators. So the Eagles got to figure it out with their offense. They might have the best record, but I don't know if they have played like the best team in the league. I don't even know who I would say is the best team in the league right now. I really don't. So I'm going to chirp in here yeah. real quick. Philadelphia is super beatable. Yeah. Let's look at Kansas City last night, right? How many drop passes were there for Kansas City? Of what I could count in my head, at least five. It was a rain game. Yeah. The one play on that third down before the game ended, that was bad. But then again, rain game. Yeah. There was one where it hit him right in the hands. I can't think of who. Justin Watson. Justin Watson was on that fourth and goal on that fourth uh, fourth down. Hit him right in the hands. Travis Kelsey fumbled the ball. These are mistakes that this team shouldn't be making. Yep. And if they aren't, Chiefs are the best team in the league, and they should have beat Philly. They had Philly the whole time. They choked badly. You know it's bad when Patrick Mahomes loses to the Denver Broncos. He has yet to lose to an AFC West opponent until this year, which is crazy. Yeah. But they are super beatable, and so are the Eagles, in my opinion. If you learn how to do it right, which the Chiefs did, they got to um, Jalen Hurts five times. They double-teamed A.J. Brown the whole time. They had this game, but the offense couldn't answer, and that's yeah. what happened with this game. I don't think Philadelphia is the best team in the league. On paper, they are, and I am going to say they, right now they are. Yeah. But I think Philly could get beat, and we Philly does play San Fran this year. Yeah, that'll be a big game. That will be a big game. I don't remember when it is. It's not Christmas, I don't think. It's in December. It's in December. It's coming up. Yeah. Regardless, that will be a fun game to watch, and I'm excited to see that game and see who has the better team. Maybe yeah. San Fran might run away with it. It's the NFC what uh, NFC uh, matchup we always wanted to see, and honestly, we can see it again in January. Could easily. I could see Eagles Niners run it back potentially. But my quick thoughts: a lot of people are going to hate on Marquez Valdez scandaling, and yes, his drop was bad. It was very bad, and that would have given the Chiefs the lead. But Travis Kelsey had a costly fumble where the Chiefs were driving in the red zone, and he fumbled it, got punched out. And he also had a key drop on one of the last drives of the game. Justin Watson, for some reason, was targeted 11 times this game. And I don't think he's that great of a receiver. He's a good deep threat. They like throwing them deep. But they were trying to give him passes on short and intermediate passes, and he dropped three of them this game. Three, One of them went through his hands. So... Justin Watson, I don't think, is a true wide receiver one. And I don't know if I blame Patrick Mahomes for targeting him this much or Andy Reid for having him in the game that many times. I think it's more Andy Reid, in my opinion. But he should not be in the game that much, in my opinion. It's also obvious when he is in the game, he's most likely running a deep a deep route. So it's very predictable. Chiefs receiving core. I've been waiting for somebody to come out as the true wide receiver one. I think it should be Rasheed Rice, but he was only targeted five times and was not in the game consistently. So they need to figure out who their top three guys are. They really do. They just sprinkle in Justin Watson, Rasheed Rice, McCole Hardman, Kadarius Toney, Sky Moore, and Marquez Valdez Scandling. They sprinkle in all six of them. And whoever's in the game, the only one that produces, in my opinion, is Rasheed Rice the most. They didn't get Kadarius Tony involved. I know he had the one bad game, but I don't think he's that bad. 
in my opinion. So they got to figure out their receiver room. We've been talking about this weekly at this point, how the Chiefs need to figure it out. And this is going to cost them games. This could cost them a Super Bowl run. It really could, their wide receiver room. They need to figure it out. They made no moves at the trade deadline. They need to figure it out. They need to get somebody quickly, or at least somebody who's already on the team. they got to get them involved. And it's hard because Travis Kelsey is aging. He is aging, too. Travis Kelsey is aging. And the thing is, too, like, I know Travis Kelsey's the wide receiver one on the team, technically. He shouldn't be, though. Yeah, but the, the thing is, like the Eagles did, they triple teamed him at some point. So you have to look at somebody else, and I don't know who that is for the Chiefs. I really don't Jerry's know who done. that is. But we are done now with week 11. That was probably record time of getting done with a week. So we cruised. But it is time for the week 12 predictions. I've made mine. Carlin has made his. Yes, sir. We might get Dan Smith on a couple of them. Just predictions. We'll, we'll go quick. But we'll start with Thanksgiving. Free game. Yeah, you can get involved, Dan, if you want. No, you can make some picks. Um, <clears throat> Green Bay Packers versus Detroit Lions. This game is at 1230, the first of three Thanksgiving games. Lions are on a roll. They are 8-2. The Packers just got a win over the Chargers. This game is in Detroit. Carlin, who do you got? I got Detroit. Jack Carlin is performing halftime there, too. Oh, God. Man. Doran's favorite rapper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dan Smith, who do you got? Uh, give me Detroit. It's in Detroit. Lions are not losing on Thanksgiving, and that's all you need to know. Exactly. We will see, though. But I will also take the Lions on this one. I just think I think they will sweep the Packers in the season series. I think they'll win both games, in my opinion. They have the better offense. Next game on Thanksgiving, Commanders versus Cowboys. This game is in Dallas, and Commanders, they are regressing. They are going against a very good defense in Dallas. I will take the Cowboys on this one. I think, I just think the Dallas defense. I think Deron Bland will have another interception. That's my prediction. What about you guys? Dallas. Dallas all day. Dallas as well. Dolly Parton's performing at halftime too. Wow. Thank you for the insight. Uh, Thursday night football, technically, this is what I will count as the primetime game. Uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. And this is the battle to see who's going to be at the top of that division. It will be an interesting matchup. Niners had the edge on Seattle last season, but this is the first time they play this season. Carlin, who do you got? Yeah, I got San Fran. San Fran owes Seattle recently, so give me San Fran. Where is this? Where is this one at? This Seattle. is in Seattle. Give me the Seahawks. Right. Let's go twelve, baby. I like it. I like it. You gonna roll with it? Yeah, I'm rolling with it. All right. I'm gonna take the Niners here. I just think Brock wow. Purdy. I think he's on a roll right now, and I do think he's gonna have a good game here against the Seattle defense, in my opinion. But moving on to the Sunday. Nope. Actually, no, not the Sunday slate yet. The there Friday game. The Black Friday game. The Dolphins versus. Jets, Tim Boyle is making his first start of the season. Who do you guys got? I I would love to imagine the person coming up with the schedule because it's a 3 p.m. game on Friday because it's Black Friday. It'd be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers versus Tua. Everyone's going to be home. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and now Tim Boyle is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. Give me Tua. Give me the Dolphins. Dan Smith? Have they played already this year? Nope, they have not. No, they They've yet to play each other. This game is in New York. I as know. Well. Part of me really wants to take the Jets. You can take the Jets. You can take them. 
Give me the Jets, baby. Dan Smith is taking Tim Boyle to win. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking the Dolphins. I think <laughs> the Jets' defense kind of got exposed against Josh Allen. So I'm going to take the Dolphins here. Now to the Sunday games. And, oh, I love this one. Steelers versus Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati. The Steelers fired Matt Canada. So this could be a potential new offense. The Bengals will be starting Jake Browning at quarterback. So I don't even know what to expect there. Who do you guys got? All right. Call me crazy, but I'm taking the Steelers. But also, this team is going to get over 300 yards. Kenny's going to have two passing touchdowns. Jalen's going to have one rushing touchdown. It's going to be a great game and show how bad Matt Canada was. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dan Smith? Give me the Bengals. Steelers suck. They're the worst team in football. I, I have no faith in them anymore. They're the wor- I I They suck. Any any team that they're playing for the rest of the season, give me the, give me that team. I'm dead serious. You're gonna take the Patriots. Yeah, I'm I'm dead serious. Give me the Cardinals in the give me the Cardinals as well. Whenever we play them, I'm dead serious. Okay. I'm not joking. The Steelers are the worst team in football. They're worse than the Bears. I'm serious. They're worse than the Bears, the Giants, the Panthers. We are worse. Give me the Bengals. I'm going to take the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> All that build-up. For the Jets. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, just because Jake Browning is Sucks. the quarterback, yeah. I don't know how good it's going to be. It's our defense. Our defense is the only reason why. I'm going to give the Steelers one more chance here. I will give them one more chance. New offensive scheme. Mm-hmm. Last week, Last week I picked the Steelers. I'm going to pick them one more time. If they lose this game, I'm in the Dan Smith boat. I we will not do this lie. Every, we, we give out these second chances all the time. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. They, we, we're not good. New coordinator. I don't care. I, I don't I care. I don't care if the Michelin man's a coordinator. I will love for this team to go over 500 yards and Dan just be like, I'd like to apologize to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Kenny Pickett can't even throw for 150. <laughs> he sucks. Kenny Pickett is going to end up throwing for like 500 passing yards this game. <laughs> no touch, uh, no interceptions. He'll all go off. No, no you, you know you know what his definition of going off is? Throwing for 149 <laughs> passing yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. That's his de- and, and, and only one interception. That's his definition of going he off. He is going to have 100 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but – he will have a fourth quarter drive to win it there all. There it is. That's all. There, there it is. is. Jalen Warren it on. Exactly. Right. Jalen Warren will have 100 rushing yards. But moving on, Jaguars versus Texans. Texans won the last game in Jacksonville. This game is in Houston now. Both teams are kind of on a roll right now. So who you guys got? What's uh, Jacksonville's record? I believe they only have three losses off the top of my head. Give me the Texans. Okay. DJ's job. Also, yeah. let me say the Tex, the Jaguars are one. Yeah, the Tex, the Jaguars are one game up on the Texans in the division. So, winner of this game is in. Give me the Texans. Okay, winner of this game is at the top of the division. I'm taking the Texans too. I just think CJ Stroud is on a roll. They dominated the Jaguars last time in Jacksonville. I think they do it again here. Buccaneers versus Colts. Colts are coming off of a bye week. They do have Gardner Minshew though, but. They did just release Shaq Leonard, but he has been aging and regressing due to injuries. So there is that. But Buccaneers Colts said this could be an interesting game. I think it could go either way. Both records are similar, in my opinion. Uh, who do you guys got? Bucks. Baker Mayfield is going to cook on Indy. Give me advice. 
Dan Smith. Dan Smith. Uh, <laughs> I really don't know. I. It's a tough one. It is because. Uh, I can do my pick first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm taking the Colts. I'm going to differ from Carlin. I, I, I think there's some Gardner Minshew magic. I think Michael Pittman could have a decent game. I think Josh Downs as well. They're coming off of a bye. They're fresh. Jonathan Taylor, maybe a big game. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Colts. A little upset. And it is in Indianapolis, too. Yeah, give me Indianapolis. Alrighty, Dan and I with the Colts. Next game, Saints. Uh, Colts are favor minus two and a half. Okay. That is true. Saints versus Falcons. This game is in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know if they've played yet already. I'm not looking at their schedules. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, the Saints are coming off of a bye. They are leading the division right now. They have a five and five record. Falcons are four and six. Desmond Ritter will start. That is confirmed. That doesn't mean anything when Arthur Smith is the head coach. True. He won't give it to um B. John Robinson. He won't throw it to Kyle Pitts. He won't throw it to Drake London. But who do you have winning? Saints. Dan Smith? Sorry, I'm playing Retro Bowl. Um, Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Give me the Saints. I mean, the Falcons are bad, but the Steelers are worse. But just give me the Saints. I like it. I'm going to take the Saints as well. I think we're all in agreement here. Next game, oh my goodness, Patriots versus Giants. This is a true tank bowl game right here. No offense to Jordan Schiller, but this game is in New York. This is at MetLife. Uh, I don't even know who the Patriots are going to start a quarterback. It could be Mac Jones. It might not be. They were coming off of a bye. It's probably going to be Mac Jones at this point, but Mac Jones versus Tommy DeVito. What a matchup. Who do you guys got? Tommy DeVito is the best quarterback the Giants have seen in years. Okay. Because he's going to be playing on my fantasy team. Give me Tommy DeVito. You must be on drugs. <laughs> you must be on drugs. I'm not starting him. He's just on my bench. We'll see. We'll You're see. saying some scrawny kid from Syracuse is the best quarterback that the Giants have seen in years? Since Eli. All they've had was Daniel Jones. And I think maybe Brian Hoyer. I think that might be it. Tyrod Taylor's back. Tyrod Taylor. And him. Give me the Giants. Dan Smith? Yeah, give me the Giants too. <laughs> I'm going to take the Patriots on this one. I think the Patriots, I, I don't know. I, I, really, I love how Dan goes, you're crazy, but you're right. <laughs> give me the Giants. I mean, this is a tank bowl game. This is a tank bowl. Both teams are going to tank. So both teams are probably going to want to lose this game. So I'm going to take Patriots. So I feel like somehow they uh, will win. Belichick wants the first overall pick. I doubt that. Yes. But he's fighting for his job right now, too. But next game, uh, Panthers versus Titans. This game is in Tennessee. Panthers are arguably the worst team in the league right now. Titans, they have won some games, but have also lost badly in some other games. This is the battle of rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young versus Will Levis. I'm going to take the Titans on this one. I think their defense is better, in my opinion. I think Bryce Young will be sacked at least four times this game. I think Will Levis will have two passing touchdowns. Derrick Henry will have at least one rushing touchdown. What about you guys? I'm going to take the Panthers. I predicted the Panthers' first win, and then I went with Panthers again, and they lost. But it's the Titans. Titans aren't really good. They beat the Chargers somehow, but then again. They beat the Falcons. They beat the Falcons. Oh, brother. Bryce Young is going to have a good game. Give me Carolina. 
In order for Bryson to have a good game, he has to see over his offensive lineman, Team of the Titans. That is facts. I won't lie. <laughs> uh, next game, Rams versus Cardinals. The Cardinals do have Kyler Murray. So this could go either way, honestly. Cooper Cup is questionable, so keep that in mind too. This could go either way, in my opinion. Uh, who do you guys got? I'm going to take the Cardinals. Kyler Murray. He's He's been hot recently, ever since coming back. And, yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to cook a little bit. I think they're going to be a lot better than we all predicted this year with being them 1-15 in 15 or 0-16. I think they're going to be a lot better because of Kyler. Give me the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. I think that Kyler-Trey Mc, uh, Trey McBride connection is going to be a little crisp, especially, especially against that. Uh, that poor Rams kind of secondary linebacker area. It's it's. I I think their I think their defense is a mess in my opinion. But Puka, if Puka's if it's Puka and no cup, then Puka's gonna go off for my fantasy team. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Doing? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to have you on a fantasy discussion. It would be so fun. But I'm going to take oh, the Cardinals yeah. on this one, too. This could be a shootout. This could easily be a shootout, in my opinion. But I think Kyler Murray will make a clutch play and win this game. Next one, we got about five more left. Browns versus Broncos. Now, the Broncos are red hot right now. This game is in Denver, too. The Browns will probably be starting DTR yet again. But that Browns defense can win games. Who do you guys got? Make your pick first. I'll make my pick first. I got the Broncos winning. I think they are red hot right now. And I just think because Dorian Thompson Robinson is the quarterback, I don't think they can win. I think Pat Sertan will lock up their top weapon. I think the Broncos will do enough to win this game at home too. I remember Broncos in preseason and they just looked horrible. And That's preseason. Like, it's preseason. We're but in week 12. We're in week 12 now. <laughs> and somehow this team is at 500. Somehow, some way, and they're still pushing for a playoff spot. And the Browns can make the playoffs, but let's be honest: if the Browns make the playoffs, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, and this isn't going to help them because I got the Broncos winning this game. All right, Dan Smith. I'm taking Denver. Um, I'm taking Denver because the Browns are terrible. Um, the only reason that they won last week is because they played the Steelers. And like I said earlier, the Steelers are the worst team in football. But I will say, though, if DTR gets hurt and Daddy Flacco comes in, they are winning that game. I don't know. Mr. Flacco, (laughs) if he comes in, he is leading that team to a victory over the Denver Broncos. Mark my words. That is my only other prediction. Denver's winning if DTR is playing. But if Sir Captain Patch Joe Daddy Flacco comes in, the Browns are winning. Not Joe Flacco. <laughs> Not Joe Flacco. <laughs> shout out to the big meme page. Not Joe Flacco. Gotta shout him out as always. But I don't even know if he's going to be the backup. He might be the emergency quarterback. But it could get to that point. Could get to that point. But I don't know. I don't know. Chiefs versus Raiders. This game is in Las Vegas. But at this point, do the Raiders ever even have like home field advantage? I feel like there's a lot of Chiefs fans at these games. But the notion of Patrick Mahomes being undefeated in his division is now over, so you do have to consider that. And you do have to consider the Chiefs have been struggling on offense, but their defense is very good. So who do you guys got? I will say with the Raiders, the Raiders have a really annoying fan base. Uh, We just haven't seen it over the past couple of years because the Raiders haven't done anything. 
They've yeah. been mediocre at most. I mean, they made the playoffs back in what twenty twenty one. That Bengals run, um, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it was twenty twenty two. And what? Yeah, the the Raiders made the playoffs back in twenty twenty two. Remember last th- year? <laughs> last year no, last sorry. it was during COVID. It was no, it was or, the year before COVID. It's when the Bengals went. They made the playoffs because that. Oh, it was in the year that the Steelers made the playoffs. It was yeah. big, it was Big Ben's last year. It, so it big whoever Ben's made the playoffs, yeah, whoever made the playoffs was based on a field goal. Um, sorry, whoever won the playoffs, it was the Raiders and the Chargers. Whoever won was in. Oh, but yeah, if yeah, both yeah. of them tied, yeah. it was twenty twenty one. It was twenty twenty one. It was twenty twenty one. Um, yeah. but yeah, point is, Raiders <laughs> fan base has disappeared. They sorry. don't exist because they stink. And they were with Devontae Adams. They also relocated, too. So that does some stuff. That's true. But it's the, it's the Vegas fan base. But I will say, though, Kansas City owns the Vegas Raiders. So give me Kansas City. Thanks, man. Give me the Chiefs. Raiders suck. How about them Chiefs? After that, I want to take the Raiders, but I'm not. Do it. I'm taking the Chiefs. This could be a close game, though. I think Max Crosby is going to have a good game, but I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes here. I think they get a nice rebound win. Three more games left. Bills versus Eagles. This could be a good game. It is in Philadelphia, though, so home field advantage there. Bills got their first win with a new offensive coordinator and with Joe Brady. So, Eagles, though, they they only have one loss to the New York Jets. That is it. But this could be a close game, potentially. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles on this one. I feel like there will be at least one successful tush push for a touchdown. I will, I will guarantee that. But I think the Bills' struggles will show up here a little bit more. So I'm going to take the Eagles here. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. I agree with you on the tush push statement. I think Josh Allen is going to have a nightmare trying to throw against this Eagles defense. He hasn't succeeded a lot this year, so we will see. But this will be a big test. I will say, though, that the Eagles' defense and pass protection has been weaker this season. Their run defense has been very well. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. You're right, Dan Smith. Give me the Eagles. I've been saying this for two years now exactly. Josh Allen's the equivalent to Phillip Rivers, nothing more. Josh Allen's a bum, and I've been saying this for two years. He's not good. He's overrated. The dude's a turnover machine. Like Him and Kenny Pickett are the exact same. I'm not going to lie. They're both trash, god-awful. I'm so serious. Like, Josh Allen's not good. He's, he's not good. I, I, I mean, you're a as a quarterback. Who, well, as as a fan, who wants your quarterback to turn the ball over? You know, like the dude, he, he has all these pieces around him, just like Philip Rivers did, and he's he's done nothing. He can't win. He can't win the big games. Here's one question: There is one number that Philip Rivers will have over Josh Allen. Ten. Ten, ten kids. <laughs> ten. ten. He just had his tenth kid. He can get an entire offense on the field if he plays quarterback. <laughs> like I'm, it's actually... I love Josh Allen has Haley Steinfield. That is true. That is true. But I'm gonna take the. That's all well and no, good. Wait, I already took the bomb. Eagles. You're all. You're all taking the Eagles. We're all taking the Eagles. All right. Sunday night football. Sunday night football. On paper. Not not on paper. Like not even like just a casual NFL fan. Ravens versus the Chargers for Sunday Night Football seems like a good game. Probably will be. Good offenses. Chargers defense sucks. Well, that's why it's going to be a good game. <laughs> Give me the Ravens. Taking the Ravens? Yeah, this game is 
It's going to be a fun one. I think it'll be fun offenses, I, but I'm going to take the Ravens here. Chargers defense is going to blow this game. Brandon Staley, it's going to be another game where people are going to want him fired, so I'm taking the Ravens. Dan Smith. Give me the Ravens. Um, I've been saying this as well for the past couple of years. Justin Herbert's a bum as well. He's also not good. I, I consistently watching him play, I don't understand how people view him as a top five quarterback in the league. Uh, he's, not as much, he's not as much of a bum as Josh Allen, but He's not top five in the league, in my opinion. I don't. I just can't see it every time I watch him. But give me the Ravens. They have a more complete team anyways. I actually – I agree with Carl, and I think it's going to be Ravens, Niners in the Super Bowl. Could be. Very well could be. I'll take the Ravens as well. Monday night football. The Vikings get another primetime game. This will be the Bears versus Vikings. Justin Fields versus Joshua Dobbs. This game is in Minnesota. Vikings need this win. They really do if they want to stay in playoff contention and they will have the bye week. And Justin Jefferson's fate is unknown. He's questionable for this week. And he recently said he does not care about your fantasy teams. And I think he was speaking directly to me on that. So I am not very happy, but we will see. They might not have Justin Jefferson. As when you make your pick, assume Justin Jefferson does not play because I don't think he is going to play. That's my prediction. So who do you guys got? Um. Also, from now on, moving forward, uh, Monday Night Football games can be flexed out. They can be. This is the first time ever that they can be flexed out. Same thing with Thursday night games. But I don't think Thursday night is for another week or so. But I haven't, yeah. I haven't it, it has to be so many ways. But I know Monday night games can start being flexed out. Same with Sunday night games. So look forward to no longer crappy games. But I don't think this game's going to get flexed out. Um, I got Minnesota winning. The Bears are just the Bears. There's never anything the good about the Bears. Give me Minnesota. Dan Smith? Give me the Vikings. Um, I think the Bears could keep it close, but if it was the Vikings versus the Steelers, then it'd be a blowout. <laughs> but give me the Vikings. Um, I think it could be close because it's also divisional, and divisional footballs are, divisional football games are different. But if it, but if it was the Steelers, it might, we, we might lose by 30. I'm serious. Give me the Vikings. That would be a true Josh Dobbs revenge game right there. And I would Steelers honestly, I wish the Steelers and Vikings played this season with Josh Dobbs. I think that'd be very fun in Pittsburgh too. That'd be very fun. He played fun. for Arizona. He also played for Cleveland, Detroit. <laughs> well, I'm saying if, if Arizona never liked him, Josh Dobbs would have been brought to Pittsburgh. What? If Arizona never got rid of Josh Dobbs, and like Kyle Murray never, like, did come back this season, Josh Dobbs would have played Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh this year. I disagree because they were ready to start clean tune no matter what. They were ready to move on from Josh Dobbs, so that would not happen. They named him the starter whenever he was still on the team because Josh Gannon said that he – Jonathan Gannon said that he was not going to get traded, and then they just decided to start clean tune, and then they traded him the next morning. Yeah, they were going to start clean tune no matter what. So I'm going to – Carlin. (laughs) <laughs> that was loud. If that went through in the final oh, I version, I'm sure you it did. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I apologize. Carlin's mic has been a very fun story, along with his rocking chair as well that he has never fixed. But I'm going to take the Vikings here too. I think it's pretty simple. Though I do agree with Dan's point. This is a divisional matchup, so I do think it will be competitive. 
And the Bears nearly beat the or not the Vikings. The Bears nearly beat the Lions. So consider that too. So the Bears can easily compete in this game. But I think it'll be a close one. It'll be a fun Monday night football game. I will take the Vikings in this one. But that will do it for this week. There will be three great games, in my opinion. Maybe not great games, but there will be three games on Thanksgiving. So hopefully you all enjoy those. But that will do it for this week in the NFL, Week 11 edition. The final episode that we will drop this week will be our weekly college football episode. We'll drop on Friday. We will not drop anything on Thanksgiving. You all just enjoy yourselves on Thanksgiving. Spend time with family, friends, all that. So, Thank God the Steelers aren't playing. That is true. If we had to watch the Steelers on Thanksgiving, that would ruin it. I would ruin the dinner. I would throw a turkey across, across the living room. I'm so that guy that shows up at the table. What? <laughs> Jakey, repeat that one more time. Thank you for watching. Uh, John, wrap us up, please. <laughs> Make sure, as always, to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, slash X, TikTok, Instagram, and I said Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find all those links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, this has been fun recording this once again in Dan's basement. This is, this is truly OG week right here, in a way. This is the true OG days. But it, like Carlin said, it is time for us to get some sheets. So we will wrap this up with Carlin Jacob and Dan Smith. I am John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.